Want more of the Josh Scanlon podcast? Please. Please. Here you go. The Josh Scanlon podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Josh Scanlon podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. Social security is robbing widows and or widowers of hundreds of thousands of dollars in benefits, my friends. Social, let me say it again. The Social Security Administration is robbing widows and or widowers hundreds of thousand dollars of their rightfully earned benefits. You heard it here first. And it's disgusting, actually. And I'm not saying Social Security is doing this in a kind of nefarious way, but they're doing it and they've known about it and they haven't fixed it. And thus, it is up to you. Your benefits are contingent on your understanding of how Social Security works. And if you don't understand it and you're going down there thinking they're going to help you in their best interest for you, you I just you're wrong. You're wrong. And you, you just got to fix that, which is watching videos, talking to experts on Social Security. Certainly don't rely on the SSA. Welcome to the Heritage Wealth Planning YouTube channel, my friends, the, the channel where we talk about how to increase your Social Security benefits, reduce your taxes and live a retirement that you can stress free. Just go, ah, it wasn't as bad as all these prognosticators are saying. I can actually reduce my expenses and increase my benefits and have a nicer retirement than all these people before were saying I had to save four or five million dollars. You don't need all that. All right, so let's dive right into it. So let me close this guy up, minimize myself. Here's the article from Forrest from March of 2018. Social Security is shortchanging widows and widowers. It's written by my man, Larry Kotlikoff, and you may or may not remember, but I interviewed Larry for one of my, uh, I guess my third interview uh, episode of my podcast. Not my third episode, but the third time I interviewed someone, I think it was, and just a great guy. Uh, economist, economist out of Boston University, twice a presidential uh, candidate. He knew he was never gonna win. His whole point when running was to tell people that we need to get rid of the big three, the unfunded liabilities of Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. And at some point, it's going to blow up in our face and unless we take it seriously. And, uh, and Larry's a rabble rouser. No other way around that. He's probably a little bit to the left of me with his politics. But, uh, I, man, I tell you what, I could not agree with him more when it comes to the Social Security stuff, his forewarnings. So he wrote this article Social Security shortchanging widows and widowers in uh, in Forbes and came out in March and you know, didn't get much headway. I didn't even hear about it until literally I just came across it because I follow Larry. I missed it. And I imagine you did, too. Um, but huh, interesting. So you're thinking this is new, right? Because we're just hearing about it. Oh, no, sorry, Bob. Here we are. Larry writing for PBS in 2015. Widows lose thousands in Social Security benefits due to misinformation. And here's Larry. I'm just going to read this verbatim to some degree. Back in July, I wrote about John McAdams, a Social Security claims author, author, authorizer in Philly who has worked for Social Security for a decade. John continues to risk his job by writing about Social Security's ongoing policy of denying widows tens of thousands of dollars over time by not taking steps to fix the mistakes that can cost them. And I'll give an extreme example of a hypothetical year, a hypothetical 60 two-year-old widow, we'll call her Miss Sarah, 
who comes to the Social Security office to file for her survivor benefit on her deceased husband's record. Real quick, remember, if you're married for over 10 years and you're divorced, you still can get your survivor benefit on your deceased ex's record as well. You just got to be married for over 10 years, okay? So if you're married and your husband dies, you can get the record off his record. If you're married and you're over married over 10 years and you got divorced and then he dies, the same thing's applicable. And it goes both ways too. It's gender neutral. Uh, let's assume Sarah's widow's benefit was 2001 a month. Okay. That's the benefit based on her ex or her deceased spouse's record. And her own early retirement benefit is 2000 a month. A couple things going on here. Her early retirement benefit, because she takes that 62, means she takes a reduced benefit amount. All right. It's reduced because she's taking it before her full retirement age. Her full retirement age is 66 for most people or 67 if you're born after 1960. So basically 66 is what we're going to use for Miss Sarah. I was born in 1970, 1960 if you're born after 1960, excuse me. I was born in 1970, so my full retirement age is 67, all right? So we're going to say she took it at 62, which means her benefit was reduced by 25% because it was before full retirement age. Sarah is, though, under no requirement to file for her own retirement benefit at 62. Instead, she can wait until 70 to file for it. And at 70, that $2,000 a month benefit would have grown by 76% or 30, it'd be worth $35.20 without even accounting for inflation. So it'd be worth $1,500 more than it was at 62 if she would have waited till she was 70. But the Social Security staffer files Sarah for both benefits and in doing so leaves Sarah with just her 2001 widow's benefit because you can only collect the larger of the two benefits if you have filed for both. So she goes down there with goodwill thinking the SSA, the good folks at Social Security Administration are going to crunch numbers to give her the max benefit. And they do. Exactly. That's what they do. They say that we're going to file for this. We're going to file for that. The maximum benefit is this right here, 2001 a month. And Miss Sarah says, okay, I'll take it. The problem, well, let's just keep reading. Because for me, I'm sitting there thinking, ah! In filing for her retirement benefits, the Social Security staffer produces not a single penny more for benefits for Sarah. But by doing so, he winds up preventing Sarah from filing for her own benefit when she reaches age 70 and thus prevents her from collecting 3520 a month in retirement benefits instead of 2001. Her own full retirement benefit, if we're allowed to grow to 70, would be $42,000 a year, which is 18,240 more than what she's getting the way they did it at the Social Security Administration. So again, what's going on? Sarah goes down there, I'm 62, my husband died, I need to collect the benefit I can get. I have a benefit of my deceased spouse's record of $2,001 a month, or I have a benefit of an early benefit of my own earnings record of $2,000 a month. Mr. or Mrs. Social Security Administration, what should I take? SSA says, we're going to here to maximize your benefits. So we'll file for both and we'll give you the one that pays more. Sarah says, that's great. Here's $2,001 a month. And she goes, okay, not as much as I was hoping, but hey, it's a dollar a month is a dollar a month. I'm not going to turn it down. Unfortunately, what Sarah should have done was said, I'm here to file for my survivor benefit, the benefit based on my deceased spouse's record and not file for my own. I want my own to continue to grow with delayed earnings credits. 
This is not file and suspend. This is not anything that has to do with the 2015 Obama and the Republican congregation or Congress coming to Jesus meeting where they had to realize the Social Security Administration uh, benefits are in a world of hurts. So they got to do something there. This is still in the law. You don't need to file for your benefit, your own benefit, when you file for your survivor benefit. It's just that simple. The SSA didn't tell her that, though. All right. So uh, let's see. This would have obviously. OK, so the staffer would have deprived. We talked about. Uh, so the staffer would deprive Sarah of ability to collect 18,240 more per year from age 70 through 100. Should she live that long? Uh, this would obviously be unfair, if not a disgrace. John McMahon has been trying to make sure such mistakes are rectified. And yesterday, John wrote me about another case of social security unfairness he's been trying to fix. In August 2015, I came across another claimant who was simultaneously entitled to both retirement and survivor benefits, just like we talked about. At the time, I was allowed to send the case to the field office that set up the claim and asked them to rule it as a case of misinformation. Uh, what I'm to do with future cases a mystery to me is nobody will give me an official response as to my repeated request about these questions. Um, here's what I wrote to the field office, and he, you know, I'll put the I'll uh, put the link in the show notes. So you can read it for yourself. Uh, basically, he's saying because you guys didn't file it correctly on the benefit of the survivor, uh, here's a spreadsheet. She will be missing a significant amount of money. Significant. I don't know if he says the exact amount here. Uh, $6,800 in underpayments. And, and then she'll continue to lose 357, um, uh, 357 a month for the rest of her life. Times 12. So that's $4,200 a year for the rest of her life she'll lose. And you can times that by 10, you can times it by 20, but that's, you know, that could be easily up to a hundred thousand bucks. Uh, in 2015, the Philadelphia operations manager asked to speak with me about these widows she asked for an example case, and I sent her this one as a poster child. She promised to look into it, and I don't know if it's a direct result of her efforts or not, but I finally got a response from the field office, which said, ah, response to assistance request, date of response, 11 10, 2015. Per management, per management, I always got to put on management. We are not contacting claimant to change the scope of applications. We're just going to let her suffer because not our fault. So now Social Security is officially, knowingly, intentionally cheating elderly widows. How much lower can you get? <sighs> so Larry says, I'm hoping some enterprising lawyer starts a class action suit. I don't, can you sue Social Security Administration? There are presumably millions of widows in the country that have been sim sim uh, similarly treated by Social Security and have no knowledge that they could be receiving much higher benefits had they been properly treated by the SSA. Uh, perhaps some federal judge, uh, some, some perhaps some lawyer can get a federal judge to enjoin Social Security from filing widows for the retirement benefits when doing so will gain them nothing financially, but rather cost them money. And in Sarah's case, 18240 for 40 years. That's over half a million bucks. And if you think Sarah's case is an anomaly, you're wrong. Here's yet another Social Security uh, disconcerting story, apparently involving two separate local Social Security offices, one in Tucson and one in Huntsville, Alabama. It's high time that Social Security taught its staff the Social Security benefit rules they're supposed to follow. It's high time the IRS understood the tax laws that they're mandating we us. Uh, we all fall. Suspending your retirement benefit any time between full retirement age and age 70 and then stopping the suspension before 70 is perfectly legal. Uh, it is absolutely perfectly legal. Even today, it's 2018, still can do that. Absolutely. James. That was the guy, the uh, the whistleblower, if you will. I recently spoke with the SSA, and they told me that since I started collecting prior to full retirement age, 
I could not suspend at age 66 and then collect again at 70. That's what Social Security Administration policy provides this option. The calculations from your VISE online software shows this is possible. The rep, and here's Larry. The representative you spoke to is mistaken. Okay, so actually James is one of Larry's clients because Larry has maximized my Social Security software. That's wonderful, and you should look into it. It's 40 bucks uh, for non-professional use. It's only like 300 bucks for professional, and I certainly use it. The representative is wrong, says Larry. And here he gives a code, part and parcel, uh, chapter and verse of the code. And here's Alan. My wife is 74, has been collecting her Social Security benefits the last nine years. Her monthly benefit is now $1,800. I will turn 66 in March of 2016. I plan on working until I'm 70. I'm el eligible for the maximum benefit. But when I turn 66, can I file and suspend and get a paid spousal benefits? Uh, do not file and suspend, says Larry. If you do, you'll transfer your full spouse. Okay, so this is, uh, this is just other questions. Yeah, I'm not going to answer that. Um, Oh, well, I guess I will, because <laughs> let's see. Here's Kim. Uh, this isn't directly applicable to me, but something I countered at the SSA office and noticed in the software result. In a sequence of events, my wife had filed for her benefits along with my daughter's uh, software. Okay, so again, I'm just going to read what Larry says. The Social Security representative you spoke to is mistaken. Oh, boy. Here's Molly. Um <laughs> I, I just, uh, uh, so my answer, you, you, all, right, all right, I just, I can't take this. So what I'm going to do, so as you can see, there are many instances where the Social Security Administration is mistaken. So they would have fixed it, right? 2015, they fixed all this stuff. Let's fast forward to the article where I started this whole video on. And from Forbes, 2018, and our friend, dear friend Larry writes again, Social Security is shortchanging widows and widowers. In a recent report, the Social Security Inspector General formally accused the SSA staffers of reducing the benefit to thousands of widows, widows and widowers to the tune of 132 million, my friends. The method, forcing, cajoling, suggesting, or even just letting widowers and widowers, or widows and widowers file simultaneously to receive both their survivor benefits and their retirement benefits. Doing so, however, prevents widowers and widowers from taking one social care benefit, benefit first and the other later after it has grown. Once you file for a social security benefit, it can no longer grow even if you aren't effectively receiving it. Yes, that's hard to follow, but a good Larry is going to explain. I've written this outrageous practice over the years. My Ask Larry column is my book, It Was Yours. Uh, back in 2015, I wrote the thing on PBS, which we just talked about. Um, my, uh, this guy, John McAdams, risked his job to make Social Security fraud public after repeatedly asked his supervisors to identify uh, if they underpaid and then reimburse them. Of course, they did not do that. Um, and when I say fraud, I want to be careful. No one in Social Security has, to my knowledge, or ever explicitly instructed the staff to cheat. But many senior level people in the Social Security Administration knew that the staff had not been formally uh, trained to prevent them from costing widowers and widowers potentially huge amounts of lifetime benefits. Nor did anyone in the staff fix their computer system to ensure that the practice could not continue. Finally, no one on that staff used the computer system to search for the widowers who had been defrauded and compensate them for their loss. What could happen to social, and we, we already talked about all this stuff, so I'm not going to get into it again, but again, let's look. This is the general report that just came out in 2018, and I think it was March of February. Higher benefits for duly entitled widowers had they delayed applying for retirement benefits. 
the, the attached final report presents the results of Social Security, the uh, Inspector General's Office of Audits review. The objective was to determine whether the Social Security Administration had adequate controls to inform widow beneficiaries of their options to delay their application for retirement benefits. And the facts and the, the answer is no, they have not. Um, Social Security needs to improve controls to ensure it informs widower beneficiaries or widows, same thing, of their option to delay their application for retirement benefits. Listen to this, my friends. Based on their random on our random sample of 50 beneficiaries, we estimate that 11,123 would have been eligible for a higher monthly benefit had they delayed their retirement application until age 70. Of these, we estimate uh, that Social Security underpaid about $131.8 million, $131.8 million to 9,224 beneficiaries who are age 70 and older. In addition, we estimate Social Security Administration will underpay an additional 1,900 beneficiaries who are under the age of 70 and about 9.8 annually beginning in the year they attain 70. We did not find any evidence Social Security Administration had informed claimants of the option to delay their own benefits when they apply for benefits as required. We also found that the Social Security Administration uh, did not have system controls in place to alert its employees when they should have informed widowers or widowers of their option to delay their retirement benefits. All right, need I say more? All right, this ticks me off. If you are a widow or a widower, just you need, ah, I can't say this, I cannot say this explicitly enough. Get help when it comes to Social Security. You know, I interviewed um, Liz Hand. She, she went to the office with one of her clients. She's up in Canton, Ohio, wonderful young lady. And she's doing great work for her Social Security or her clients, without question. She went to the office, not once, but twice to engage in the representative. And the representative was cool with that. I was, I was like, when is that guy going to give you a hard time? Liz? She goes, no, he's absolutely nice. Because they're not there to do evil. They just are there to crunch the numbers. They're not there to give you strategies. They're not. They're there to say, based on today, this is the way you maximize your benefits. And it's 100% correct. They are 100% correct. That's on you, the consumer, the beneficiary, to decide when is the best time to maximize your benefits. And how are you going to do that? Well, most people, it's like calling the IRS. I'm not sure if I've found this tax thing right. If you look at any study at the IRS, 75% of the stuff is wrong. And 25% don't even know about it. But who's that fall back on? It falls back on you. It doesn't fall on the IRS. And again, I'm not even sure you can sue the Social Security Administration or the IRS. The government has immunity from this kind of stuff. You cannot rely on that, folks. You can't. And Social Security plays such a critical role. Look, 131 million bucks was denied. The rightful money was denied to heirs, widows in particular. My wife is four years younger than me, and she's a woman. She's going to die after I do, without question. Without question. I, made, I make more money than she does because she stayed at home to raise the kids. So the facts are, if she goes to Social Security at 62, let's say I die at 66, she, if, they, if she doesn't know her stuff, Social Security could, as we've seen by the IG report, Office of Inspector General, leave her stranded to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't let that be you. Get guidance, get guidance, get guidance. You can call me. You can go to Devin Carroll's website. You can go to uh, just a – actually, I don't even know how else you um, – Liz Hand, I know those three people I do know. I'll interview Devin one of these times. He's out of Texas. Um, 
and some other folks, actually, I'm not sure who experts are. I wish there's like a compository you could find out, but you got to find out. So what I'd suggest is if you don't, and don't just go to a guy or a lady who says, I know social security. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, get, go to someone who does YouTube videos on it first and foremost. And obviously that's self-promoting cause that's me. But generally speaking, if they're confident enough to do YouTube videos on the subject, they're confident they know what they're doing. Uh, some of the software you get maximized by social security that Larry Kotlikoff offers is just, it's the best in the business. Literally for 40 bucks, you can get your own software on that and you should for sure. In fact, what I think I'll do is when I start working with clients, I'm going to mandate that they get that on their own. Absolutely. And then we can crunch the numbers for them. I think actually that just occurred to me. That's a wonderful thing for 40 bucks, the best money you ever spent. All right, my friends. Well, if you have questions, comments, concerns, put them in the notes. And I just, the, the rule of thumb again, if you are, go down, so two things, just let me reiterate. A survivor benefit does not preclude you from taking your delayed earnings credits on your own benefit. You can file for your survivor benefit and allow your own benefit to grow with delayed earnings credits unencumbered until you're 70 years old. If you go down and file for both, they're going to give you what pays the most, all right? If you say, I don't want to file for my, 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 I do not want to file for my own benefit. I want to file for my survivor benefit. Make it as clear as the wind driven snow that they understand that you are delaying your own benefit in order to allow the delayed earnings credits to accumulate. You only want your survivor benefit. Now, this is not applicable to spousal benefits. It's only applicable to survivor benefits. I cannot make that statement any more clearer. Only if you're a widow or a widower. All right, my friends. Well, if you find this helpful, I got tons of videos on Social Security, tons and tons and tons. I'll do more. We're starting to do some Medicare videos as well. Uh, give me a thumbs up, please. Share this, please. Share this. Any, I just, I'm telling you, if you don't want to share my stuff because you don't like you know, my face and maybe my T-shirt, um, Heritage Wealth Planning, uh, share the articles here. For the heaven's sake, you got to get the word out there, too, because it's not right. Widows are the most vulnerable we have in our society other than babies. And we got to make sure they're taken care of. All right. So don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification tab or the little bell down below to be notified of future content. And, of course, go to the blog at HeritageWealthPlanning.com. We'll see you next time on the Heritage Wealth Planning YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.